You don't like Seinfeld, do you? No. I love the show. It's one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. You just don't like Jerry Seinfeld. No, I can't stand him. I think he is a fucking pompous asshole. And he mm-hmm. thinks he's like this fuck. Like, you ever watch that show? He does the comedians in the cars mm-hmm. drinking the coffee. He thinks like he... <laughs> the comedians in the cars drinking the coffee. Yes, I'm very familiar with that show. <laughs> the comedians in the cars drinking the coffee. He thinks he's like this sage of comedy and like it's so important and like the fucking way we construct jokes and we sit all the time and all we do is think that's why we're brilliant. He thinks he's so brilliant. And I'm like, dog, you're fucking, first of all, your stand up sucks. It's the hokiest, like, oh, I can't even believe this thing happened. Like beat it. Don't talk. Don't tell mm-hmm, me about mm-hmm. anything. Sometimes I like that show though. They, he's had good guests on a couple of times. Yeah. The junior- I mean, I liked, I liked Seinfeld, the show. I think Seinfeld. I watch Seinfeld all the time. It's hilarious. Yeah. And I like yeah. him on the Seinfeld show. Yeah, yeah. That's what you call it, the Seinfeld show, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the comedians in the cars drinking the coffee <laughs> and the Seinfeld show. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's famous IMDb listings. <laughs> yeah, the Seinfeld show and the comedians in the cars drinking the coffee. <laughs> What you know what that show needed with the cars was just more words in the title. <laughs> the thing about that show too, it's like, and here I got news for you, Jerry Seinfeld. Every person who watches the comedians in the cars drinking the coffee cannot wait for the first five minutes of that fucking shit to be over. No one cares about the car and no. wants to hear you talking about how great the car is, and then be like, "We just want to see two comedians shooting the shit over their drinking the coffee." it's like such a privileged asshole show to be like look at this very fancy car it drives me nuts i do sometimes like the julia louis dreyfus one is very good some of them are very good i don't deny that but he just the way he takes like what he does so not he should take it seriously it's his livelihood i'm not mad about that but Mm -hmm. he thinks that like he's like this there's like only this one way to do it. And like, he does it right. And it's like some, I don't know. It just gets on my nerves. Yeah. I hear you. Anyway, I hear you. Let's do this. This show is better. Okay. Than, this show is better. The deep podcast is better than it's not better than the Seinfeld show. That's a better show. Unequivocally. The Seinfeld show Seinfeld is better than deep, but it's not, but deep is better than comedians in the cars drinking the coffee. I will say right now, without question, Deemp is better than the comedians driving the cars, drinking the coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Brought to you by Lavaza. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I am the actor David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, you remember me? I was on uh, the Frasier. On the Frasier. Fra- I was on the Frasier show. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm familiar with the Frasier show. I was on the Frasier show. With Kelsey Grammer. I played Niles Crane. Oh, Frasier. Yeah. Get out of my face, Frasier. It's time for tea. Uh, you remember that? And I was in some a couple of movies, and uh, yeah, David Hyde Pierce, the great actor, I've won Emmys, and here I am. I love the Degrassi every episode of every marathon podcast. I thought I would come over I here and say hello to everybody. So, hi. <laughs> At least that was that, and not that. Broomheads don't know what we're talking about because I'm doing a thing. I did a thing, but we're not going to tell them because it's a secret. No, it's a secret. Maybe we'll tell them over on the Patreon. I don't know. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll let out the secret. Yeah. Maybe there'll be like a secret thing in every episode that will reveal what the secret was over on the Patreon for five, ten, or God help you, fifty dollars. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How are you, Rach? It's me, Pat. I'm back. I'm good. Um, it's RNC week. Mm-hmm. I think it's I'm my getting week some of like year. negative vibes. In uh, your favorite week of every four years, really. That's, right. that's what you meant. That's what I meant. To I've say. got some real negative vibes. You know, like how uh, when there's like a thunderstorm coming, there's like an, a charge in the air, like the electrical charge. I'm feeling that of uh, coming from North Carolina right now. Kimberly Gilfoyle. Right. Is that how you say her name? Gilfoyle. Yeah. 
Kimberly, I, I know someone with that last name. <laughs> Kimberly Guilfoyle, everybody. Do you remember? Now, listen, granted, Kimberly Guilfoyle mm-hmm. is not running for mm-hmm. president. She is no. merely the girlfriend of Donald Trump's turd son, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. But even so, do you? So you saw the thing. Turd son, not not a normal son. He's the turd son. He, well, they're all turds, but he is like a, the first turd. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> so, did you see the? I'm sure you saw the still photo. I I didn't. I'm not watching this fucking shit show but you saw the photo of her like screaming last night where she looks like an evil princess you see that no no i want to look it i up. guess she cackled and bellowed and like screamed and yelled a lot last night now i just want to if the some of the broomheads might may be too young to remember the um i'm gonna say 2004 election cycle when uh democrat howard dean was eliminated from being able to run for president because he said yeehaw on stage. Do you remember that? Do you remember Yes, that? I do remember that. Sorry, I was looking at pictures of Kimberly Guilfoyle. There's some of her like this yeah. with her mouth open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks great. But Howard Dean was disqualified from being able to run for president because he lacked the decorum to be president because he yelled yeehaw on stage. How, I mean, it's true. How it's true. the world has changed in, what's that, 16 years? 2004? Oh, who knows? 16 years Howard Howard Dean Howard James Dean mm, it's crazy so anyway things what's going on RNC week it's a rough time no one's it's a rough time I'm just feeling the negative air how about you pal how are you doing uh kind of the same yeah I just can't wait for this mm-hmm. whole thing I just wish as I said in the we, why isn't it November now yeah, we were speaking earlier and I said I wish that we lived sometimes this is when you wish you lived in the Adam Sandler movie um uh little Nikki just kidding click because in the movie <laughs> click he can fast forward use pick up a remote control and rewind and fast forward and I wish we could do that if just fast forward to the next day just let's see what we're in for and then I'll come back because yeah. I want to do like Halloween and stuff but I'm tired. I know. I just want to be done. Like, I, I don't normally wish away my time, but I really want to wish away a lot of time right now. Wish away the time. It's coming, going fast. We don't want to see our time go in a bubble like that. Did you like that song? I just wrote it. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I was inspired by David Hyde Pierce. He was here before. Did you see him? No, no. David Hyde Pierce, you didn't see him. He came here on the show. You didn't No, hear? no, I saw you, but he must have been really fast. He came in like a bullet and he left like a train. What? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Is that how you would normally describe Niles Crane? Niles Train. Niles Train? What? Crane. Niles Train? Fraser Train? Crane. That show would have been interesting if their last name was Train. But yeah, t- terrible week otherwise. <laughs> so far, it's only Tuesday, so we got a lot of days left. <laughs> Summer's coming to an end. How are you feeling about that? Sad, but good. I'm not excited about, um, I mean, I'm excited to not have 90 degree weather anymore, but I'm sad about not being able to see my friends outside unless I want to wear many layers. Like I can't sit in the park in, when it's 30 degrees outside. I think, no. I can't stress enough how, uh, you think it gets cold so much early. Last year, people were walking around in t-shirts at Christmas. It's like the world is uh, hot now. It doesn't get cold till January. Yeah, but I'm already dreading that. And it's like we're working our way towards that. The end of summer just means that soon it will be, you know, there'll be blizzards. <laughs> there wasn't even a not one day of snow last year. We didn't have any snow last year. <laughs> not a single day. I think there was one single uh, snowfall, if I recall correctly. Sad but good. Ah, they're Metallica song. Sad but good. <laughs> how are you feeling? Sad. But, oh, about summer ending. Oh, God, I can't mm-hmm. wait. Please, I mm-hmm. wish it would end. I wish it was ended two weeks ago. I hate this shit. I'm ready for it. Well, it did get cooler for a bit, and then it got hotter again. Tomorrow's supposed to be a nice day. Wednesday. This is what the, this is mm-hmm. what broomheads love to hear us talk about the weather that already happened. Yeah, that's what that's what everyone loves hearing about is uh, people talking about the weather. People love the weather. Sad but good. Speaking of weather, Hurricane Marco. Marco, you're the <laughs> hurricane. You're coming in with a cold front. Is it going to be a winds as a thirty miles an hour? Is that really what hurricanes coming, Marco? 
I think that's, I think it was Marco and Laura were the two. Oh, Marco, is this your wife, Laura? Oh, no, you weren't having a sex with Laura in the room. <laughs> Laura's definitely a beard. Oh, she <laughs> looks so nice. Oh. oh, Marco got downgraded to a tropical storm. Either way, it's great. Good for Marco. Two days ago. It's like it already hit Good Louisiana. God bless. Mm-hmm. But Marco, M is many... It's not many letters after. It's a. Uh, it's one letter after L. Um, but Laura was like sitting out over the coast, and Marco like already struck, and it's it's gone. <laughs> Women work slower. That's the way it is. You know, yeah, they, yeah. You got to really build up strength to really knock them down. You know, is. they work a little slower. That's why. That's why they get shit done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But we're not here to talk about tropical storms and women and getting shit done. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation, of course, the greatest show of our time. And we're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation, episode number 603. That is season six, episode number three, 603. It is the, uh, fuck, uh, 103rd proper episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. But of course, because of all the two-parters, this is actually the 83rd episode, and the name of the episode is True Colors. This is a song Rachel has never heard. She's never heard the song True Colors. Uh, I mean, now I've heard it. very famous Cindy Lauper song. <laughs> She's never heard it before. Cindy, this is of course a Cindy Lauper song. We have already done Cindy Lauper. We have, and I thought this might be a nice opportunity for you to just to sing True Colors I'm to the Broomheads because you do love this song. Colors shining through and I see your true colors. And that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you would colors, appreciate it. True colors are beautiful like a rainbow. The- Actually, the, the true colors in this episode were all like scum and slime. <laughs> Not like a rainbow at all. God, yeah, this fucking. Oh my god, we're right back <laughs> in the depths of the drudgery of fucking hot Peter Locus. Let me tell you something. Oh, else. you got to understand something now. The the no. broomheads, me or the broomheads? No, the broomheads know this. You two too. Okay. My track record on my feelings about Sean Cameron are known. They have been written into stone. I have. It's been a joke. It has been a running joke on the show. People have told me I'm crazy. This guy's the best. How? And I. I'm starting to come. I because I, he is butted now up against his like enemy is like Hot Peter Lacus. I hate Hot Peter Lacus with such fucking hot, fiery passion that I now like. Sean is the best fucking character I've ever seen in my life. I love him so much. I want him to get out of jail, and I want him to murder Hot Peter Lacus. <laughs> you wish that those those hooligans hadn't stabbed JT in a future episode. You wish they had stabbed Hot Peter, right? I do. Yes. If I lived in Degrassi and. Subsequently, Degrassi was also the world of the Adam Sandler movie. Click. (laughs) When that happened, I would have rewound and got them to change their minds and kill (laughs) Peter. Peter fucking Hatzolakis. This guy sucks, man. He really does. As much as as we talked about hating the intro for this now, I do really appreciate the fact that Sean just kind of like shakes his head and rolls his eyes in the seconds that he has. That's very typical of Sean. My whole Mm -hmm. thing with Sean. Okay, perfect. Here, this is why I'm coming around. My whole argument about Sean was that like they made him out to be this like bad boy, but he really wasn't bad. You know, he drank six ounces of wine and like got shit faced. Now he's like fulfilling that, even though he's not really bad. Like every bad thing he does is like by mistake and because he's poor. But like he's sort of becoming it. At least he's in jail. He's got black eyes. He looks the part now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see his true colors shining through on his around his eye. They are red, black and blue. Right. <laughs> this fuck. Um, I, I was just watching the beginning of the episode and I noticed that they spell colors. The I know the British I way. Know. 
I know. That's not how the song is spelled, though. Shape up, shape up, shape up. I, that's always about masturbating, but we talked about when that I, the last time we talked about <laughs> When I was a teenager, I was so into British things, I used to spell all of my like colors oh, with a U. God, you were the worst. Favorite. You were the worst I person. I really was. I was the Ashley. Oh <laughs> the Emma. <laughs> Dude, Ashley, uh, we, get, we get this. So basically what's happening what we're talking about, mm-hmm. we're jumping, but this is the episode picks up pretty much right where the last one left off. Sean is in j- straight up jail. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. hot Peter Lockis comes out of like a white ass judges corridor with his dad and mom. And he's like, guess mm-hmm. what? Em? I'm totally off because this judge comes to my dad's barbecues. Oh, and all I have to do is have house arrest. And Emma is like into it at the beginning. Which is mm-hmm. like very surprising, right? Who is Emma? Yeah. Who is Emma? She's thirsty. Well, I mean, I don't know what she is. She feels like she's she's in a, a, caught in between two worlds, right? Mm-hmm. This like kind of uh, scum and slime. What, who's slime? J- um, Sean? I think that Sean called Peter slime and. Oh. Peter called Sean scum. That's crazy. Sean is not scum. Did you see his drunk parents oh, no, in Wasago Beach? He's not. Yeah. The shit he's dealing with this <laughs> poor guy. Remember when they were like, his parents are alcoholics. And then we like met them and they were just like nice. Lovely people. <laughs> it's like, remember when like they dangled uh, over our heads that like Spinner was like super poor or something. And then they were just like, oh, no, he's mm-hmm. just regular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just regular poor. Yeah, he's just like regular poor. He's not like super poor. I don't know. So basically, that's what this whole episode is about. So we've got Emma deciding, like, do I go to the courthouse and see Sean? Do I go to the masquerade ball with hot Peter Lockis, who bought me a beautiful masquerade mask? Because he can't go to the... He's, he's grounded for life. Like the TV show starring Donal Logue. Remember that show, Grounded for Life? I do, I do. I remember Donald Logue, too. And also, uh, it had that guy, uh, that other guy, too. <laughs> good good job, Pat. The guy from Slums of Beverly Hills. I was trying to remember what show Donald Logue was on that I thought was really good, and I can't think of what it is. So we're just going to stop this Grounded for Life bit right here and move on Terriers. You're a big fan of Terriers thing. on FX? No. Now I gotta get my phone out. Oh, here we go. She's up. gonna not, she's gonna put a halt to production of the for. episode so that she can look up Donal Logue's TV show. It was probably Terriers. He was on SVU for a while, but that's not was a, it. He was on was Terriers. Was it the movie Blade? Gotham. Dude, here we go, Broomheads. This is this is not selling the Patreon, Rachel. It was the Tower of Steve. That was definitely what that was, it was a movie. That was a movie. I I've know. seen that movie. I don't know what I'm thinking of him Probably from. Probably Grounded. you big Grounded for Life fan. I'm not. This is terrible radio. So, Degrassi. So, Sean, Emma is figuring out where whose allegiance she's going to stick to. She goes to the courthouse in a very smart white blazer, which looks great. And she shows up and she's mm-hmm. there to see Sean. And she's, this is because of Jay. Because Jay was like, listen, Emma. You got to go see the guy. He needs help. He needs a friend. And I can't go because I got to work. What's Sean? What does Jay do? I don't know why Jay. Does Jay work? Does he have a job? He said he had to go to work and that's why he couldn't go to the courthouse. He was on ER for a while. Donald Logue. I'm so, so, I'm so thankful that we figured that out. I had to figure it out. Thank goodness. Broomheads, this is what you pay for. Actually, you don't pay for this. Actually, they're not paying. You don't pay for, for this. this so the Patreon. <laughs> if you go to Patreon, that doesn't happen. There's no. There's a no phone policy on our Patreon episode. <laughs> Everyone has to put their phones in a basket when they enter the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Manny is advising Emma. She's a little confusing because at first she's like telling Emma to feel bad for Sean, but then when she expresses interest in going to see him at the courthouse, she's like, "You shouldn't go because I'm worried about you." Calls her an emotional ping pong ball. Yeah. She's going between Sean and Peter and Sean and Peter. Yeah, right, Rachel. What's going on here? You're a little distracted tonight. Oh, no. I was looking at my notes. I was just looking at my notes. What do you think of hot Peter Lockus? Um, I uh, don't. 
no, I don't. It's not that I don't understand. It's that I, I mean, I can believe that he got off so easily for this bullshit. He's 17. He knows somebody. He's got a slap on the wrist. Even he calls it a slap on the wrist, but it's so hard doing community service and uh, all this jazz. Jay says, uh, I hope the leaf blower doesn't strain his back. Jay knows. <laughs> this is, is you're starting to like Jay more. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a very timely episode because this is, this is like a very, you know, in, in the news, white privilege. Oh, yeah. White privilege. Yeah. Well, but also rich white privilege yeah. because, you know, it's, it's definitely about money and connections because Sean is also right. white, surprisingly. True. This is more of a class, surprisingly. <laughs> this is more of a class <laughs> distinction. He's short, short. He's white presenting. Yeah. This is, white. yeah, this is certainly more about class than it is about race because we mm-hmm. have on the one hand, uh, Sean, who mm-hmm. had to leave Wasango Beach because his parents were alcoholics. And he lived with his brother, and then his brother Tracker. He left to go mm-hmm. work in the U- the Adirondacks. What? Because Matteo was the Yukon. No, he was the Yukon. I think, they, I think they were both in the Yukon. Well, okay. Either way, so he goes to the Yukon. Yeah. Whatever happened to Tracker? Tracker went to do something probably with like oil and drilling. Mm-hmm. He definitely did. And then Sean. Wherever you do that. From there, went to live in a government-assisted two-bedroom apartment uh, under the guidance of the wheelchair-bound... Mr. La Potato uh, Head. Guidance counselor? Was he a guidance counselor? No, he was the shop teacher. Right, the shop teacher. <laughs> right, Mr. Uh, La Potato Head, which we all know. And then you juxtapose yes, that... Yes, as, as he's better known, La Potato Head. You juxtapose that with uh, Hot Peter Lacus, who is the son of a principal mm-hmm. and... I guess a wealthy guy who buys him a car. I don't know anything about his dad. And also a... Um, he was also a domestic car salesman, I'm pretty sure. He is? But not used. But he does say it in an earlier episode. I'm pretty sure his dad sells cars. Yeah, because he's better than Joey. That That's going to be a feud. Oh, he's way better than Joey Jeremiah. That's definitely going to be a feud later. Although you noticed, uh, I noticed at least, maybe you noticed, that Joey Jeremiah is no longer in the opening credits. Oh, yeah, he's not. Pat Mastriani. Nor is a Stacy Mystician. Pat Mastriani, rest in peace. He died. <laughs> so yeah, we juxtapose this with uh, uh, Peter, who's like not only all these these other these rich asshole things. He also, mm-hmm. uh, what would you call that? What he did to Manny? Revenge porn? Kinda? Not really. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I mean, they didn't really know each other yet. So is it revenge? But he did a terrible, disgusting thing, and he didn't really get in mm-hmm. very much trouble for that either. So this mm-hmm. guy's just getting off scot-free, no matter where he goes. He got so much detention, but that Should've was it. Should have called this guy. Should have named him. The, the authorities were not involved. Should've. He is the uh, Brock Turner of Degrassi. He is, kind of. Peter Locke yeah, Call him, call him, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that severe, but he, it's pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. I mean, we're, we're going to go in that direction eventually, I right? don't know like, what this, this is. where it's leading. But they, they tried to redeem him at one point, and it, it's not working. It's just mm-hmm. that he, like, saw himself next to Sean, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm like a boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he tried to look like Eminem, and it wasn't really helping him at all. He was kind of trying to look like Sean, because he was trying to single white female Sean. Yeah, it's just uh, Sean's that one year older, and it just makes all the difference. Also, he's not an asshole. So Emma uh, does decide to go to the courthouse, as we said, because Jay tells him that mm-hmm. he got socked in the chow line. Socked. Mm-hmm. Got beat up. Socked in the chow jumped. line. He said jumped, rather. He got jumped in the chow mm-hmm. line. Jay knows a lot about prison, too, because he's seen some movies. But <clears throat> <laughs> but so uh, he got socked in the chow line. Emma goes, and the guy, poor Sean, doesn't have any money. He can't get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad. So this guy, but yeah, and his public defender isn't even showing up. Like, so he's struggling. It should be noted also that um, I forgot. <laughs> Emma's got a great white blazer I that said she wears that. to the I said courthouse. That. It's a smart blazer. She looks great. That's a good look. Mm-hmm. It's a good look that she's wearing to that to the the courthouse. Uh, what the hell was I going to say about Sean? Um, Oh, it should be noted, the hit-and-run victim is fine. He survived. Yeah. He's living. And Peter was like, could you imagine if he died? (laughs) Peter sucks so bad. 
he's the worst character in and so it's far. one of the great things is that and i mean i think emma knows this too is that snake is kind of like you know at least anti-peter sean dude snake there's does like, not like peter there's so peter hot peter has to give a apology over like the announcements in the morning and then snake in like you know the media class is is saying something to him about like you know apologies from privileged white men mm-hmm. he's like know? politicians people have always had to do this and like basically saying like it's bullshit and then he sees emma and he's like oh shit Actually, it's very meaningful. Never mind. Can you believe that he, they, they, not that they let, you can't really like say they can let their kid date somebody, but if you were Snake, wouldn't you be like, Emma, come on. You're like about justice. And you, yeah, this guy sucks. Also, with an X. He does SUX big time. Another thing that's interesting to me is that like Emma is dating Hatsu Lakas's son, and she's like in the presence of Hatsu Lakas a lot. And I want, does it, isn't she just always thinking like you tried to steal my father away from my mother? <laughs> Apparently not. Cause they haven't mentioned it None. once yet. And has Hatsu Lakas like ever, I mean, not recently, not, not for a few episodes. Has Hatsu ever been like, Oh my bad. That was shitty. Has she like said anything about it? No, not at all. Interesting. Not at all. But like the big, the big thing in this episode is that, Sean knows that Peter put the drugs in his locker because Peter told him and Emma hears this from Sean and doesn't believe it. And she's like, no, it's, he told me that he didn't. It's fine. But the other big thing in this episode, before I finish up that story is that Emma has vanilla honey shampoo. This is very important. Lest we not forget that Emma uses vanilla honey shampoo and Peter can't fucking stand the scent of it. Whereas Sean remembers it immediately and loves it to the point that Emma brings him a tiny vial of it when she's not allowed to give him anything and during visitation hours so he can have a little bit to remember her by. But it will never be the same as the person. I mean, come on. Peter sucks. Like, why are you still standing up for this asshole? So... Like she knows Peter sucks because he took pictures of Manny. Well, he took video of Manny's boobs and then posted all over the internet. Not that long ago. He recoiled in disgust at the scent of her hair at one point like that. (laughs) He like was wanted to vomit because of the smell of vanilla honey, which now. Okay. When you're vanilla is not the best smell. Like I will. That's fine. When you are in a relationship with somebody for like seven years, you can be like, I'm not crazy about the shampoo. That's how you would say it. You know, you say, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been tiptoeing around this for a while. Not crazy about the shampoo. Maybe, maybe try something else. You know, that's what you can do if you've been in a, in a relationship for seven years. Did you tell your wife this? No, I don't. My wife has fine. I don't notice. Uh, (laughs) If you have recent, if, if your track record is, you put a video on the internet of of uh, your girlfriend's best friend's boobs when she was drunk. You got her drunk and like got to take the video. That's the first thing you did. And then you were like a uh, uh, asshole and tried to drag race around and uh, and hit a, and was with a guy who hit a guy. And and now you don't get. We're new. We're a new couple. You don't get to tell me my shampoo stinks. Fuck off and deal with it, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a long-winded way to get there, but I got there. Yeah. I landed the plane. It just was like a little Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. <laughs> you landed that plane yeah, on that. It was, it was like it hit a couple birds on the way. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't hit too many birds, but you made it. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was just like, I couldn't believe he was like, oh, God, stinks. <laughs> the fuck do you think you're like you're a floppy haired muppet and this is like a beautiful woman (sighs) with a beautiful Uh, shining white blazer um the other important thing in this episode is that there's a school dance coming up and hot peter is not gonna be allowed to go because he's under house arrest which just means that he needs to stay home under his mom's watch not really because she's got to be at the school for the dance so 
you know, early on they realize that they don't have any money for this dance. They can't even hire a fucking mariachi band. They can't even get Jimmy and Spinner to wear sombreros <laughs> and rap at this because they don't have enough money. But Emma comes up with the genius idea of having a masquerade ball so that Peter can show yeah. up because he could come in wearing like a costume. Yeah. Um, apparently masquerade ball means all kinds of things to these people because she's wearing a mask. Some other people wearing masks, but like Peter's wearing a gorilla suit. Uh, Toby <laughs> is a doctor. Like, Toby? like in Why scrubs. Why is Toby like, dressed like a doctor? Dr. Dorkwad. Doc, that's what Emma called him. Dr. Dorkwad. Why was he dressed in scrubs like a doctor? Yeah, it was not a masquerade I mean, ball. It was a fucking, it was no. like a costume ball. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. Uh, and apparently the only word that Liberty knows in Spanish, 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 <laughs> Spanish is um, cucaracha. Yeah. Yep. That's what she says after uh, Emma suggests the idea of the mask, masquerade ball. That masquerade. I will say this, ha- having a masquerade ball does not solve the... Uh, the the problem of what's the music, how the music is going to get there. No, no, no. When you said it does not solve the problem, I was going to say of Maria. but That either. <laughs> that too. Cucaracha. <laughs> so after Emma visits Sean, she feels very bad. And she says to Snake, what can we do? And Snake basically goes, I don't know. You'll think of something. <laughs> it was the least helpful fucking like adult yeah. thing. She's like, why don't we rent out the basement to pay oh, for yes. Sean's lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking basement people climbing like, in all the time he's like he's like emma we will not do that but you'll think of something literally good. he's like oh you know, you always come up with good ideas you're the grown-up yeah don't rent out that basement it is not secure so she tries to do a 50 50 raffle mm-hmm. and uh she doesn't make enough money but without telling she anyone. doesn't make enough money 250 bucks is what she makes for his lawyer fees so when the masquerade ball was announced, Emma goes into her locker, and in her locker was a masquerade mask, a very nice mask. And it was put mm-hmm. there by Hot Peter Lacus. Nothing strikes her as weird no. about this at the so time. So this is coming on the heels of Sean saying, he went in my locker and put the drugs there. And she's like, I don't know. I believe him. He said he didn't. After this, she's telling Manny, Peter put this in my locker, and Manny, the genius... Manny's great in this episode, as always. Manny's dander gets raised, and she goes, how did he get in there? Oh, interesting. So she confronts him at the dance. He admits to putting the drugs in the locker. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, that seems to be the end of uh, Pema. Pema? 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 Pema. 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 Pema? Pema? Pima. Fema with like a PH? Yeah. Yeah, Fema. No, Pima. Pima. You say Pima. I say Emeter. 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 See, it's cumbersome because they're a shitty couple. Yeah, that's why I don't hear it very often. Shema. That works. They're going to get hot and heavy pretty soon. Yeah, they was in that green... Uh, Even Spema works. Yeah. Sean was in that green jail jumpsuit. You know what they frequently refer to Manny and Craig as? Meg. What's <laughs> spelled M-A-I-G? Meg. Meg. Cool. It's cranny, I think. Right? I like cranny. <laughs> you don't like cranny? <laughs> Meg. <laughs> Did you like Manny in this episode? She's making me laugh. Yeah, Manny was making me laugh too. The ping pong and her hair looks great. Everybody's hair is great. Everyone is rocking mm-hmm. great hair. Mm-hmm. So I guess that Shema are back together by the end of this episode. Kind of. They were holding hands. And the yeah, gym. I mean, he's still in jail for hitting a person while drag racing illegally. <laughs> and he's over 18, so because he is I 18. understand the fear was, oh, shit, I killed a guy. I got to get the fuck out of here. But now that he knows he didn't kill the guy, 
if he just would have stayed there. I mean, he would have been in trouble, but he probably wouldn't. Fucking Jag. Do you think he'd go to jail? <laughs> Jay. Do I think he would go to jail? If he stayed there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he would have at least uh, been arrested for it, but I don't know if he would have had to go to jail or if he could have just had to appear in court. I don't know how... how drag racing. Things with teens With drag work. racing. <laughs> I've never hit a person knock on wood. Well, like, he wasn't <laughs> drunk. No, no. He's just dragging. Dragging alone. Anyway. And that guy was running in the dark, you know, with yeah, no lights on fault. him. Mm-hmm. It was definitely We've his fault. That. Last week you established that it was his fault. Well, he's a character we don't know the name of, so we clearly don't care about him. B story. Right? I feel like we're ready to go on yeah. the B story. I mean, I didn't have anything else to say about vanilla honey shampoo or anything, so. We got an Ellie. We got an Eleanor story here for part two. Eleanor. Frosh. You mean frosh. If you drank every time that character said frosh, you probably would have like finished a beer. Like you wouldn't be wasted, but you would have drank more than. You I mean, if you're more. drinking vodka, you'd be pretty wasted. If you took a shot every time Which he said frosh, a frosh would do. drink. Yeah. Frosh. Hey, frosh. Does anyone actually say that word? I like feel like I have never, I don't even know it before, but I mean, I'm sure I do. I'm sure. I, I kind of hate this Jesse guy. I kind of hate him too. I like want to not hate him, but I kind of hate him. I think it's funny because we're looking at this and that's kind of the point of the show from older people's eyes, you know, middle-aged mm-hmm. people. I mean, I would have fucking loved this guy when I was in college. And like when we were watching it, when it was like first on, it was probably like, oh, he just likes her and this. But like now it feels now because of Me Too and the power dynamic thing. And now that we have like, not that we didn't always know about it, but because it's been like the a light has been so shown on it, it really feels, this feels... I think when it was written, it wasn't written to feel as predatory and gross as it does in 2020. Yeah, I definitely liked guys like this when I was in college, too. And, like, he's probably not... He's in college. He's not, like, even a grad. So, at most, he's a senior. So, they're, like, in college together. But it's more about the idea of, like, as soon as he takes her out on the date... And they like don't kiss, but there's obviously sparks. She gets like a good assignment. Yeah. And then he and insists it's, it's not for that reason. And not just any assignment for any paper. This is the uh, fifth biggest paper in Toronto, apparently, <laughs> at this college, which doesn't say much about the Toronto media to me. <laughs> Tiffany Trump's on right now. Ugh. Doesn't she hate her family? They probably gave her like 250 bucks. Oh my God. Um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. I fucking love. Well, Kellyanne Conway quit. Well, yeah, because her daughter was talking so much shit about her on Twitter. I know. Well, she's been doing that for a long time and she put those videos out of like her fighting with her. She's great. Yeah. So did Kellyanne Conway quit for that reason? I only saw that she quit. Was she like, because my daughter hates me? I don't know. I think she said like for her family to be around her family more. And I was like, yeah, because I think that as the election ramps up, her daughter was like, I am going, she was threatening to run away. Good for her. Yeah. Can you imagine if Kellyanne Conway was your mother? I couldn't. No, I couldn't. Yeah. She'd be too, she's, she'd be too young to be my mother, but <laughs> I understand the sentiment you're saying. Imagine a person <laughs> like that. You're not saying so. But well, yeah, like, imagine that you were a teenager right now and Kellyanne Conway was your mother. It's ballsy what the daughter was doing. She was do- she'd been doing it for months, like just slamming Trump. It's <clears throat> really great. It's really great. I mean, let's be honest. Trump is like one of the worst people on the world in the world right now. On the whole earth. It's just one of the worst. If not, if not the, well, I'm not, probably, I guess I feel like the, there's got to be someone who is worse than him, but yeah, yeah, he's pretty, he's way up there. He's terrible. He's terrible. Do you think the broom heads when we start doing, I hope that when go, he's oh, jogging in the dark, that someone drag racing just hits him. Please, and he dies. You fucking jogging. Are you kidding me? Have you seen that person? He never jogs. I'd like seven Big Macs. No, I'm kidding. I can't do it. I'm not allowed to do it. Mm-mm. So, Jesse. 
Jesse. Frashi. Is there, is there anything else to say about this? <laughs> so she, she comes into the thing. The initial thing is that he cuts her first story and he's very critical. He's like, you did a lot of mistakes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. then he's like, well, why don't we get a coffee or a drink and talk about it? So mm-hmm. they go out for a drink. They have fun. And they, they watch some band that's a combination of Sabbath and Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. It meant nothing to me. <laughs> it means something. I mean, I would. Well, I mean, it means something, but I was just like in 2006. Like, who is, who is this band? I mean, it's, those bands are very similar. So, it's like, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they then she they don't kiss, but he tries to kiss her and she doesn't kiss him. Right. Mm-hmm. But they have a spark. And then the next day she gets this big assignment and she's happy about it. But then she overhears somebody say, looks like Jesse's taking his annual freshman girl or whatever. Yeah. Nubile frosh energy or something like that. So she goes to Marco and she's like, what do I do? And Marco's like, you have to go. Nubile with eager frosh. Yeah. yeah. Nubile. I can't totally tell if she likes this guy or not either. If she's nubile. just like, or if, uh, she's just eager to like have a journalist job. Because she definitely I, likes him because when Marco is telling her, you have to pick self-respect over like a piece of ass. And she's like, but did you see him? And he's yeah. like, yeah, the devil's not, because even Marco agrees mm. that he's cute. And then Marco's like, the devil's not going to be ugly. That's like kind of from broadcast news, the movie, but <laughs> that's sort of like the crux of that argument in broadcast news. Great movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so then she goes and she says, she's not going to take the assignment. She's going to take a shittier assignment. About mm-hmm. water polo, intramural mm-hmm. water polo. Mm-hmm. But then the guy is like, listen, I gave you the, the assignment because you're a good writer and you love music and you're passionate about it. I can't help it if you're also cute. That's what he said. Yeah. And he said something about like, I'm not going to apologize for liking you. Yeah. And then he, she kissed him. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to keep the relationship a secret. Yeah, because he, yeah, because I wonder though, is that more for her? I, I, who knows? I don't know. It, it, it rubbed me wrong. Like I felt a little bit funny about that afterwards. But again, we're looking at this through a different lens than when this was originally done. Well, she did say, what are we going to tell everyone? And he was like, keep yeah. it our little secret. That- which, yeah, which also makes me think like, was he even interested in this being like a public relationship in the first place? Yeah, there's a little bit of a Matty O vibe going on, but there, mm-hmm. but she's a not. They're both in college, so he's not her teacher, but he is in a position. He might be that. older than Matty O is, to be honest. <laughs> no, because Matty O was in grad school, I believe. I thought he was just in college. He was like a TA. He was a teacher. He wasn't even a TA. He was like a teacher. Oh, we got to look up the Matty O details, but I can't look at my phone. I'm pretty sure he was a t- he was in in uh, like teachings, like postgraduate. Because if you were in regular college, you would be like a TA. He -hmm. was actually like teaching a class at a school, Mm -hmm. not even in his own school. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ellie, seriously, this guy, I don't know. He kind of reminds me of me and I'm not great. So you might want (laughs) to run the other way. Think twice about that one. Seriously. Hey, Ellie, it's me, Mr. Oleander. Do you remember me from school? I'm just here to tell you, this guy, he's got like floppy hair, kind of like a little dark and a little sexy, kind of like me. Over on the Patreon, Matty O uh, does uh, Yukon Cornelius lines from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So if you want to hear Matty O uh, quoting lines from Red Rudolph the Yukon Cornelius lines from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you got to... Pony up that five bucks. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do it on the regular show. Hey, nope. Sis, you want to, you want, what kind of journalism assignment you want? At one point she goes, journalism is my life or something like that. I was like, what? Which I really don't think it. Since when? Wasn't I mean, she like an artist? I mean, I guess when she did that, um, what did they, the co-op with uh, Caitlin? Yeah. Yes. But that like, was the one time when journalism was her life in this show so far. Yeah. And then she was like a fucking musician and an artist. Thousand you other remember things. the first two weeks of college when things really seemed important, right? Yeah, I guess. So she's going, 
the beginning of the rest of your life. So she kisses him at the end of this. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not the best kiss. It's better than any kiss between Emma and Hot Peter Lacus. I will say that. That's true. That's true. Emma and Hot Peter Lacus are my least favorite couple. And I picked them, I think. Oh. That's a spoiler for the Patreon. <laughs> that they were your least favorite couple. I think I picked them as my least favorite couple. I'm pretty sure. I, I can't, can't even I can't remember. fucking remember. We did it all week ago. We recorded that thing eight days ago. Is it up on the Patreon? Can the broomheads it go is, get it? It is. Uh-huh. Broomheads, you're sleeping on the Here. Patreon. We already got some excited comments on it, too. We actually told you not to even do the Patreon until September 1st, but there's some people who already jumped on there. We'll name them at the mm-hmm. end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Degrassi, the next generation, when it was on the Noggin channel. Yes. Uh, home to other shows, such as... I don't know any, but there were other shows on the Noggin channel. I got channel. nothing. <laughs> but Degrassi, the next generation, was certainly on the Noggin channel, and it came with a tagline, and that tagline was, it goes there, because the show was, would tackle subjects that most teen shows wouldn't. Nowadays, some of these subjects seem a little bit, uh, you know, not so taboo, because we've grown as a, as a people. And, and then been... some of them are even more taboo. Sure. Do you know what's a f- taboo statement right now is I think I hate hot Peter Lacus more than Rick. Wow. Yeah. Well, hot, like Rick was bullied and then he shot people cause he was bullied. I mean, he was like also an asshole, but hot Peter is like hot Peter's like a worse. sociopath. Yeah, hot Peter's worse. Rick, Rick He's was like evil. a try hard and yeah. And just couldn't get there, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Hot Peter is evil. Anyway, so we rank these episodes on a scale of one to ten. We do. About we how do. much we think each episode goes there in twenty twenty times. You know, we kind of like usually we take into account all the things, but usually we kind of pick it based on now. So, Rachel, mm-hmm. having said that, how mm-hmm. much on a scale of one to ten do you think episode six hundred three, True Colors, Colors went yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, f- mainly for the fact that Sean wasn't wearing an orange jumpsuit, which was very surprising for his. He was wearing appearance. a green jumpsuit. I guess in Can- but it's like, but it's kind of like a shirt and pants combo. So it's like, was that is that what they oh. wear in Canadian it jails? It must be. They, I believe I that I, I trust the accuracy of the Shiloh Stone brand. Okay. Okay. When it comes okay. to yeah. these yes, they are extremely well. You know, they check the facts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Shelly Scarrow's out here not fucking around. She's getting the facts. Oh yeah. She is researching every detail of like if an 18 year old were to go to jail for hitting someone, but not killing them while drag racing. Yeah. Shelly Scarrow's your girl. Do you think we could get Shelly Scarrow on this podcast? If she's still alive, maybe. I'm not sure she's alive. <laughs> I don't know about Sud Sutherland though. I love. I'd love to get Suds Sutherland. That would be a Patreon. We don't want to get. We don't want to get anyone who's actually been on the show. We just want to get the people who made the show, but not the not not Shyler Stone. We want to get. I'd get Shiloh Stone if we could. (laughs) Uh, So, so I, based on jumpsuit alone, give this a five. (laughs) But it wasn't a jumpsuit. You're saying give it a five. It goes there because it wasn't what you expected the jumpsuit to be. Yes, yes. But also because uh, Sean gets beaten up in prison, which is pretty... And also, you know, uh, Peter is just throwing things in lockers and Ellie's at the beginning of what seems like it's going to be a very unequal relationship. Yeah. I think there's some provocative elements to the story. I think it talks yeah. about a uh, class division and, and mm-hmm. privilege. Uh, I don't know how the fact that one of our, one of our heroes is in jail getting beaten up by like rando people in jail felt like a five, like it warranted a five. Yeah. I'm going to go even higher. I'm going to say a seven mm. because I think it's dealing with a lot of topics that mm-hmm, may not mm-hmm. necessarily go there in like the traditional sense, but that mm-hmm. make you realize, oh look, that look at the look at the world, you know. Yeah, the world yeah. is different for people who have a certain amount of money or who look a certain way. It's a good thing to be telling the kids, let them know, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna it's say a true. seven. The Ellie thing, I know. Again, in 2020 eyes, it feels a little bit more nefarious than it may have mm-hmm. uh, had in whatever year this came out, 2008. Mm-hmm. I'm just making a year up. What do you think? 
Nine. It's 2006. This season is... I thought the show started in 2006. When did this fucking no. show start? 2001. Oh, I thought... It's really easy to figure out because the beginning of each season is whatever year the... So it's one is in 2001, 2006. two is in 2002. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. gotcha. I love Manny in this episode. She's not going to be my MVP because she doesn't like to do enough, but I really like Manny in this episode. Just Okay, well, let me, let, me, let me pose that question then, Pat. In these episodes, we like to highlight someone. Not Tiffany Trump. You don't need to look back there. It's not Tiffany Trump. I'm going to tell you right now. Or Kimberly Guilfoyle. I can't believe they might, had that guy from the the fucking. I was gonna say it might school. be that kid though. It might be. He that was child. talking for like ten minutes. That fucking kid. Is it the Mister Pillow guy? And not for nothing, My I will be honest with you because I was a little distracted and did keep looking back at him. At the end of his talk, his talk started. He was just wearing a suit, and he was mm-hmm. like sitting down, and he was like saying some bullshit. And at the end of the talk, he put a make Make America Great Again hat on. Yeah, da, 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 da. life is good. Life is fun. So, Pat, in these episodes, we like to highlight someone who has outshone the rest of the cast for whatever reason. Whatever arbitrary reason we decide that day is the reason that they are the best, that they are the most valuable Degrassian of this episode. So for episode two, uh, oh, my God, I was going to say 203. We are well beyond that. Imagine. For episode 603, True Colors. Mm-hmm. Who do you award as the most valuable Degrassian? I really like Manny in this episode. I have said that she had a couple of fun mm-hmm. little moments there. She's really looking out for her friend, which I appreciate because uh, that's her best friend. She loves her best friend. I don't really know. I think, I guess it's probably like Emma, but Emma's like a little bit, she doesn't really, uh, not very interested in justice at the beginning of this episode, but sort of like comes around. So I guess because she does a whole arc through the episode, you kind of give it to Emma. Uh, I think I, I can't give it to Sean two weeks in a row because I'm still working out my feelings for Sean. I like him a lot, especially in compare. <laughs> you know how like the big, not to get back on this, but last week everybody was like, you know, the DNC, they, the DNC was great, but they really should have done a better job of uh, saying vote for Joe Biden, not vote against trump that's kind of like where i am here i'm like do i really like sean or i do or am i voting for him because he's not hot peter (laughs) lacus so i'm working that out we'll figure it out uh what did i say i guess i'm gonna say emma i'm not gonna say ellie certainly i'm not gonna say although i did think it was pretty funny in the ellie thing when she was like I'm stressed out, so I cook and one and like don't get used to me cooking. I I I only do it when I'm stressed out. And one of the things she had cooked was just a giant heave peeping bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I was like very baffled by this new info on Ellie and her cooking. That must have stressed. been twelve pounds of mashed potatoes. <laughs> what was it that she was like pulling out of the pot? Was it just like hot pockets that she had boiled? Cause know, that's dog. what it kind of looked like to I me. I don't know, but Marco is worried about keeping his slim waistline. And then Dylan tasted the mashed potatoes. And when I don't think you're going to have to worry about your slim waistline <laughs> or you're not going to worry because the food was bad was what he was getting at. Yeah. Um, so Ellie, when she, she stress cooks bad food, essentially, essentially is what they yeah. were saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it to Emma, but really only because mm-hmm. I have to give it to somebody. I kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm not big on an MVD for this episode to be quite honest 603 true colors Hmm, interesting what do you think who's your mvp i i felt very strongly that it was emma there you go um because i because of the arc a little bit you love it i think that i do love an arc and i felt like emma really came around to like understanding what happened she she trusted peter and he lied to her because he's a sociopath and she should know better but she didn't so like i kind of believe the whole the whole arc of it cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah the whole arc of it the whole arc of i it. knew you were gonna pick emma because you love a redemption story too you love someone I coming around at the do. end and re- and i get that that's true and this episode was a very emma episode you know It really is. We should not record this show during the RNC ever again. I'm just saying like, this is a disaster. (laughs) We shouldn't ever do it. Just leave it alone. Just let this week fly by. 
uh, and let it go. Into well, the we have four more years, and I mean, who knows how we'll four maybe be up to season beers. seven by then? Four more beers. Four more beers. Maybe season eight we'll get to by 2024. The mashed pot- <laughs> I'm looking at the mashed potatoes in the bowl. It looks like she's pulling out some kind of like a rice thing, like different like things of rice. They looked like 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 non-traditional hot pockets to me. They, it wasn't. They were definitely, it was definitely rice. I just watched it. It's like uh, pocky <laughs> pucks of rice, like individual. Okay. I will say I really liked uh, two things, which one okay. thing we've talked about excessively, which is the Blazer M award to the uh, hearing. Yes, the white blazer. And then I really liked Ellie's cooking outfit, which was like the white thing and then the black dress thing over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was good too. She looked cool, man. Her hair was great. People always talk about Marco's hair and if it's good or bad, and I can't tell. I don't know. I always think it's fine. Like it looks. Fine. I mean, it was bad enough for him to get excluded from playing euchre. True. So like, that is true. He couldn't play euchre that time. In, in the in one obviously of, other people can see it. In one of the greatest screenwriting techniques thanks, of all time thanks, was getting Marco out of that Euchre game by just simply saying he had a bad haircut so he couldn't go to it. Too much. Rachel, we got some people we need to shout out here. We do. We do. And Pat's going to make me pronounce all their names, which is very kind of Well, him. it's only because Rachel has the access to the Patreon information. She doesn't trust me with it. So she's got all the, the facts and figures over there. I'm just sort of like the fly-by-night guy, mm-hmm. you know? We're mm-hmm. going to say, we, what, one of the perks here at the Patreon is if you do donate $5 or more, we give you a little shout-out on the show, let you know that you are, without a doubt, the best people who listen to the show. The rest of you, you got a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. That's a joke. I'm just kidding. We love all the broomheads equally, but we do. This is the thing we're going to do. If you, if you patron, patron the show, if you become a patron. You're a patron of the show. We're going to tell all the people about you. And, uh, and so let's do that. Let's give some shout outs. We got a bunch of shout outs, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, since we launched this, we have a bunch of new patrons. So we're really happy to welcome Ashley, hey, Ashley. and Lindsay Walker. Hey, Lindsay, Lindsay Walker, seriously. Andy, pa- uh, oh my God. Let <laughs> me just like already trip over people's names. <clears throat> Andy Partridge. Hey, Andy, seriously. Myra Velasco. Hey. Well, whatever. <laughs> Myra's, a good, Myra's a personal friend. So the, hey, uh, hey, Myra. Seriously. Maria Carvel. Hey, Maria, seriously, Carvel. That's my favorite ice cream. <laughs> well, it's Carvel with two L's, so I don't know if hey. it's Carvel. Uh, Carvel. Hey, James Carvel? Seriously. <laughs> not James hey. Carvel. He did not sign up to be a patron. Hey, he didn't? Seriously? I thought he no, would. No, he didn't. Hey, maybe he his didn't. wife, Mary Matlin, did. <laughs> uh, Deja? Hey. Deja, Susie, thanks. Eric. Hey, Eric, nice to have you aboard. <laughs> Are we on a boat now? Is this below deck? Sweet life. Hey, oh, okay. Sweet life sweet, of Zach and sweet Cody. Sweet life on deck. <laughs> That'll be the next show we do, the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that on the Patreon. Patreon. Oh my we'll God. review the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Zach and Cody. Um, Rebecca Marie. Hey, Susie, Rebecca Marie. Thanks. And Elise, Elise Nardek. Hey, Elise, great to see you. Thanks for coming aboard. <laughs> well, we really are on a boat now. Where's your shout <laughs> We're out? We're on a deep boat. So that you can get that. Maybe it'll be Matteo. Maybe it'll be Shelly Scarrow. Maybe it'll be Hot <laughs> Pirolacus. Maybe it'll be Marco's dad. I can't tell you. Could... What does Shelly Scarrow sound like? Hey, seriously. <laughs> it's me, Shelly Scarrow. Shelly is... She's also a surfer, bro. Of course, Shelly, it's a guy. Shelly could also be a guy. Oh. Hey, sissy. You see that? <laughs> since when is, is Shelly also a guy's name? Shell Silverstein. You don't think they called him Shelly every once in a while? <laughs> the famous writer, Shell Silverstein. <laughs> hey, Shelly. Scarrow is my name. I don't know. <laughs> guys, we're over at patreon.com. Slash deep. slash deep to three E's. If you want to get on that, we're doing some fun stuff over there. We put the uh, episode, uh, the yearbook episode up there. It's pretty fun. I uh, Matteo does do Yukon Cornelius lines over there. So, I mean, if that's something that appeals to you. 
<laughs> they do charge the cards on September 1st, so if you're waiting for September 1st, we'll see you then. Otherwise, mm-hmm. rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know where to find us, right? SparklesBaz28. Yeah. Um, you know, Facebook.com slash Dean Podcast. Yeah. And you can write us emails at every episode ver at gmail.com. Grin and bear it, guys. Just get through the day. <laughs> yeah, just, Put your head just another day after day after day after day. Just another day around the way. Hey, hey. Day by day. Day by day. By day. day. What's that from? Famous musical. Godspell. Godspell. <laughs> I knew it was one of the Jesus musicals, but I wasn't sure which one. One of the Jesus musicals. There's not that many, luckily. Just the two of them, right? Godspell and the yeah. There's just Jesus the two. Christ, Jesus Christ, the superstar. Yeah, I mean, unless you look at like uh, West Side Story as being about you know the Christians and the Jews. It's also Romeo and Juliet. So is is Romeo and Juliet <laughs> also about the Christians and the Jews? Yes. <laughs> day by day, or maybe like the Romans or the Egyptians. Remember, and the Jews. Do I remember? Yeah, yeah. You know, from the Bible. I haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with the with the text. Oh, interesting. Okay, so, yeah. So Well, we'll leave it there for now. Yeah. Broomheads, listen. We love you. Don't go changing. We do Don't go breaking my heart. That's not the same thing. Do you think we, for the Patreon, what we should do is you and me should sing Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John and Kiki D. <laughs> I'll play the Kiki D parts. Okay, that's how, that works for me. A lot of fun stuff happening over high. on the Patreon. All right, pals. So we'll be back next week with a new episode. Peace out. And it won't have an extra you in it, hopefully. We don't know. It might. Colors. True colors. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.